He runs a website called The Black Bookie, which is very cool. You ought to stop by and check that out. And his slogan is, and I, and I haven't hit this before, I'm going to hit it this time because it's the best one. His, his slogan is, if you snooze, you lose. And indeed, that is the case. There are only so many money-making opportunities to be had, and he's going to tell you where they all are. It's the one and only Black Bookie. It's Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, how are you today? Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the Snooze You Lose Podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Joe. Download the Black Bookie app. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at the Black Bookie, Instagram at the Black Bookie. Give us a like on Facebook on the Uncle Joe. As always, thanks for joining us. If you are listening to the show right now, thanks again. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together, lose together. Give us five stars and uh, let's jump right into it. Not going to take up too much of your time. Hope everybody's safe and happy out there and healthy. Enjoying this warm weather. It'll be fall again before you know it. We got a little bit of college football to talk about. A lot going on with NBA, the bubble, MLB, NHL. I woke up this morning and I grabbed my phone and one of the things I saw trending was Jonathan Tavares. And I know that puts a huge smile on every Islander fan's face. If you don't know the backstory, Tavares played for the Islanders, gave him 10 seasons. Ended up leaving the Islanders after some say he made it seem like he was going to stay. Ended up leaving, went home to Canada where he's from, played for the Maple Leafs. And it has absolutely been a disaster the last two seasons there in Toronto. The Maple Leafs are again eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. While the Islanders are still dancing, going on to the next round. I talked to both of my Islander friends um, during that series against the Panthers. And I took the Islanders to close it out. And that's what I'll explain to people. Got to put the feelings to the side. I am a Ranger fan. could care less about the Islanders. But I got to get paid. My heart is a long way away from my wallet. Same thing with the Rangers. After they dropped those first two games against Carolina, you bet your bottom dollar I took the Hurricanes to close things out and sweep. Team couldn't score. Three games, they, they could barely find the back of the net. And I thought putting Igor in... Game three wasn't really going to make that much of a difference. But Tavares was trending two years in a row, like I said, out in the first round. And there's, it's, it's a head-scratcher because this team had so much offensive firepower. And yesterday's game, they were blanked. In an elimination game, they were shut out 3-0. Not a single goal. 3-0 in an elimination game. Tavares, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, all goal scorers. And this team continues to not meet expectations. In the series, he had two goals, one assist in four games. And both the games they, he scored, Toronto won. The two goals he had, Toronto did win those games. But the problem is in the elimination game, his turnover led to the game-winning goal, and that's it. They put him on. They put his head on the stake. Especially when you're coming over, you were supposed to be the difference maker. You left the Islanders. You were coming home. You played for Toronto. You were supposed to help this team get to the next level, be a Stanley Cup contender, 
and now two years in a row, you haven't even got out the first round. There's a problem there. If you listen to the show, you know, before when when he first left and me and Ron the Don were going back and forth, I feel like Islander fans were a little too harsh on him. But regardless, that's in the past. Ron the Don was saying that maybe it's coaching. It can't keep being coaching. It can't. There's too many weapons and too many stars in this team to keep blaming coaching. Guys got to show up at some point. If you are making a push in the playoffs, you lose late Eastern Conference Finals, the Stanley Cup, you drop, you know, you lose then, it happens. Two years in a row now, you haven't even got out the first round. That ain't coaching. Guys got to show up. Especially the guys on this team. Because there's too many good ones. So I know that puts a huge smile on Islander fans' faces. Like I said, I woke up, I saw he was trending, and I knew that couldn't be good. And when Toronto scaved elimination the game before to force this game four, I thought they were going to win the series. I thought Columbus blew it. They had to put them away. They gave this team another life. Gave them another chance. And they shut them out. Three nothing. An elimination game with Matthews, Tavares, Marner, and Nylander. Not a single goal. Disgusting. But the Island fans keep on moving. Unfortunately, we gotta keep hearing them. That's the one thing too, though. As I I I will be a hundred percent honest. I'm about my money. I want to get paid. But I don't want to keep having to see Islander fans further keep advancing into the playoffs. That I, I could do without. But if they're there and they're playing well, I'm going to ride them. I don't think they're going to go much further. Um, Florida was definitely a team that I thought they could take care of. And they, they showed dominance right out the gate, winning the first two games. So I thought that was a series definitely in their favor from the opening puck drop. But they keep on moving. Hopefully, they get quiet soon because I can't deal with them for too long. But they're playing and we're not. So, there's not much I could say besides get paid. The NBA bubble. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Go back to the show three weeks ago when I told you guys maybe even two weeks ago, when I told you guys that guys were going to be hooping. You can tell by the exhibition games before leading into the eight regular season games that are happening right now, the guys were excited to be hooping. The games were competitive. They were ready to ball. And are you not entertained? Because guys are hooping. Seven games yesterday. Seven games on Sunday. Only two of them weren't close. And one of the reasons one wasn't, one wasn't close was because the Wizards were playing. Only two games weren't close. The Suns are out here balling their 5-0, looking to extend their win streak later today. They're going to be playing OKC, trying to go 6-0. TJ Warren for the Pacers is the leading league scorer right now, averaging 34 points a game. Are you not entertained? Absolutely balling. I told you guys, guys were coming in here to hope. 
Yeah, I know it looked bad. The food was terrible. They hated their rooms. But at the end of the day, this is one big expensive AAU tournament. Guys are hooping. This is what they do. This is what they've been doing, most of them, since high school. Traveling, being in crummy hotels, playing ball. You got Saturday's game, Saturday night game on ESPN with the Bucks and the Mavs. Another phenomenal game. The Mavs won that game by four points against Giannis and his crew. Luka, 19 assists, being a stud as usual. You had the Clippers-Portland game earlier uh, before. Another great game that came down to the wire between uh, the Clippers and the Portrayal Blazers. And we also had a little little controversy going on in the bubble. We had a few guys getting a little feisty in the Clippers-Portland game. There were some exchanges on Twitter after the game about Dame choking, which he did. Damian Lillard missed two free throws to lose that game against the Clippers. And don't get me wrong, I love Dame. Dame's an absolute stud. He's a superstar. He's gritty. He's a he's a hooper. He's willing to do whatever it takes to win. I've said this also in the past before that I felt like Portland was a team that you should blow up because it's just not going to happen. It's not going to work. And I respect Dame because if you don't know his backstory, he he's very adamant on being in Portland. Figuring out how to win with his guys. He's not going to be a team jumper. He doesn't believe in teaming up to win a championship. He believes in the grind and and figuring it out with the players that he has and whoever wants to come play with him, and that's it. But he's not going to leave Portland to be like a Kevin Durant or a Paul George or Jordan LeBron or anything like that. And I respect it. You have to. But it's not going to work, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's not going to work. So as much as he wants to criticize, you know, Paul George and other guys for jumping ship and hopping teams, this ain't the 80s. No one cares. It's become acceptable. Fans almost look forward to it now. They hope that their team could snag a Kawhi Leonard or a Paul George or, you know, the next big free agent. Right now, people are already trying to compete for Giannis when he's going to be a free agent. Is he going to stay in Milwaukee? Where's he going to go? Is he going to go to Golden State or... You know, some team with, with a max contract available. It's almost acceptable now. This this is not the this is not the eighties no more. So as much as I respect Dame, I respect his grind, I respect what he stands for, you're not gonna win. And in games like that, when you're the guy, you're the face, and you miss both free throws, if he hits one, the game's tied. If he hits two, they win. He missed both. You can't talk when you miss both. Yeah, you got a lot of big shots on your catalog. Don't get me wrong. You can YouTube Damian Lillard game winners, and the video is probably five minutes long. But you got to knock down the free throws. Those are the ones we aren't going to forget. You got to knock those down. So, the bubble's been awesome. It's going to continue to be uh, a sight to see. There's three games left before we head into the playoffs. Some teams still fighting for seeding. Not that home court matters, but you still want to face a weaker opponent in the first round. 
We've also been seeing a lot of injuries. Guys have been resting. LeBron's got a groin injury. Luka's not playing today because of his ankle. Um, we saw Steven Adams and OKC get hurt. Like Guys are getting banged up. So you want to have to not exert so much energy in the first round playing a weaker opponent than later on. So guys are still fighting for seeding position in these last three games. Some teams are still fighting to get in that final eighth seed. But you have to be entertained. It's absolutely phenomenal. So far, the NBA looks like the only ones that have gotten it right. NHL has been very good, too, though. NHL has been doing very well. Uh, but NBA definitely has got it right. They figured it out. Guys are hooping. It's exciting. Draymond Green, who has been commentating on TNT for some of the games, was slapped with a $50,000 fine. For saying that Devin Booker should leave Phoenix if he wants to win. Are you kidding me? That's tampering? Devin Booker knows he should leave Phoenix. They finally got some pieces around him. They do look like they have a coach that knows what he's doing. Things are starting to look up. But that process is still going to take some time. The kid's an absolute stud. You could put him anywhere. You could put him on any team right now, especially any playoff team right now, and they're, and they're a contender. He can score at will anytime he wants. And he also makes other people better because the attention he gets. Look up the film. There was a film of him playing pickup. They were double teaming him in pickup. He can score anytime. He's a walking bucket. But the, I can understand if Draymond Green said he should come to Golden State. Hey, hey, book. Hey, get out of Phoenix. Come chill with me and Steph. You and Steph can play the one and two. We got Clay. We got me. That's that's tampering. To say he should just leave Phoenix to slap him with fifty k as a yes, technically he's still a player, but he's pretty much being a commentator right now. It's absurd. It's absurd. And the um, fifty thousand for that? To just say he should leave? If he said he should leave and come to Golden State, it still wouldn't be worth fifty thousand. Give me a break. The guys are hooping. You have to be entertained. These games have been phenomenal. Since the first, since the warm-ups, the warm-up games, these games have been awesome. They're doing a decent job, too, to, 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 with the crowd noise and things like that, and the virtual fans. You know, they're doing a decent job. But the, the game itself, just watching the quality of play, the style of play, the, the type of games that we're seeing. Like I said, seven games yesterday, only two of them not close. Every game's coming down to the wire, coming down to the final minute, the final possession, the final free throws, the final threes, everything. These are quality games. And the other game that wasn't really close was the Rockets and Sacramento, and that one only kind of got out of reach late. So these games have been great. I can't wait to see how the playoffs are going to be. Intensity is going to pick up another level. Injuries are going to be a concern. We're going to see who's healthy. Um, but these games are only going to keep getting better. I, can, I can't I can see a, a 
from the sample size that we have, the five games that we've seen already, I can't see things getting worse. So this is great. Done a great job. Looks good. Good quality of games. You got to be entertained. The NCAA has announced the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and also the MAC are not having football this year. And I had somebody reach out to me a few weeks ago, actually a few months ago, a while ago, and he asked me, do I think college football is going to happen? He's a big college football fan. He needs it. You know, people, you know how people are about their football, especially in the South. And I said, absolutely no chance. I didn't even hesitate. I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to say, we'll see. I think there's absolutely no chance. I didn't think I didn't think there was a chance then, months ago. And I still don't think it's a chance now. As you see, more divisions, uh, excuse me, more conferences are canceling the season. The ACC is still trying to figure something out. They can do like a 10-game schedule with only conference opponents. I don't think it's going to happen. Unlike the NBA and the NHL and the MLB, this is too big of a risk for college football to take. The NCAA already has such a smear next to its name whenever it's brought up for how they've treated these kids for the last 50 years. To have these kids play for free, let's not forget that part. That's the difference. That's what, that right there is what separates college football coming back compared to the NBA, NHL, MLB, etc., UFC. To have these kids play for free, risk their health and their bodies, is blasphemy. I think it's crazy. This is the one sport I'm okay with not. I Like I said, when somebody asked me months ago, I already said the answer was going to be no. There's no way these kids should play for free and risk their lives and risk their health. No shot. It's not worth it. At all. At all. And the... With football too, there's so many people on a roster. It's just it's so much harder to do. The NBA, you know, you got 15 guys, whatever, 13 guys on the on the roster. MLB, you got 28 guys. You know, NHL, same thing, 20, 30 guys. You can limit that. Football, there's 50 people on the team. That already itself is not safe. Then guys get hurt. Of course, you have to have backups. You're tackling. I don't, I don't think there's any way that it can happen safely and for free. Let's not leave that part out. For free. All you college football maniacs, all you people in the South that can't do without it, you need it, you breathe it, you sleep it, it ain't happening. It shouldn't happen. This is bigger than bowl season for one year. God forbid one of these kids get it have to go back home, give it to a family member, anything. How do you, how do you even quarantine? You just, you just sit on campus by yourself? 
for two weeks? You're going you're gonna to tell an 18, 19-year-old kid, hey, go sit in the dorm room for two weeks by yourself and, and social distance and, and quarantine. Good luck. Let me know how that works out. I would love to see you tell a 19-year-old to go sit on, on campus by yourself for two weeks and we'll check in on you. Good luck. I would love to see you pull that off. For free. Trevor Lawrence came out. Absolute stud. The one person, too, who doesn't need the season this year. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback of Clemson. If he doesn't play this year, he's still a top three pick. He doesn't need college football at all. He's going in the first round, top five, good season, bad season, no season, half a season, doesn't matter. He absolutely doesn't need football at all. He came out with a statement. He said, people are at just as much, if not more, risk if we don't play. People will be sent home to their communities where social distancing is highly unlikely and medical care and expenses will be placed on the families if they contract COVID. Not to mention the players come from situations that are not good for their future having to go back to that. Football is a safe haven for so many people. We are more likely to get the virus in everyday life than playing football. He's right. He is right about that. If you try and keep these kids controlled in a controlled environment, you'll definitely probably limit them than rather than being out home doing their regular everyday routine. But big picture from the East Coast to the West Coast, I don't think you can do it. And he's the one guy, like I said, that doesn't need the season at all. He's going to get paid. A lot of these kids after college football, you know, they're going to they have to get jobs. They're going to be regular civilians. He's not. He's going right to the NFL. So I get what he's saying. That he feels that being playing football and knowing that I have practice twice a day and I have a game coming up on Saturday, that I'm more likely not to get it if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, going to practice, etc. But I don't know if he realizes, for him, someone that knows, that gets the bigger picture, I understand that for him, but I don't know if he realizes, like I said, nationwide if there's enough kids on teams that think that way and I'm gonna go with they don't I'm gonna go with no and the big thing he said too you know guys get if they catch it and have to go home their parents gotta pay for it so it it's a real tricky situation. I don't I don't see it happen. It's too much at risk. It's too much at risk. The NCAA has n- nothing really to gain. Yeah, they're going to lose money, but there's there's nothing to gain in it. There's too much to be lost. There's too much to be lost by playing instead of what you will gain from playing. I get Trevor Lawrence. He's trying to figure it out. He knows, like a lot of his teammates, after college football, they're going to have to get jobs. So he's trying to help guys still play while they can. You know, I'm sure the NCAA is going to figure something out where they're going to have to extend eligibility if they don't have a season this year and things like that. So they'll figure things out that way. 
But he's right. I, I, I get him. You know, he, he does want to play. A lot of these kids do want to play. It's all they got. But for the NCAA, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I think there's no way. The Big Ten announced today, a few hours before I hopped on the microphone, that they're not having the season. The MAC already announced it a week or so ago. Pac-12 announced they're not having it. And I just feel like other conferences are just going to follow suit. It's not going to go down. I know you college football heads. Trust me, I love MAC action. I love betting football on Tuesdays, college football on Tuesdays. Give me those overs every Tuesdays. I love the MAC action. I love that league, that conference rather. But I don't, it's too big of a risk, not enough reward. So that's my stance on that. Keep following the bubble. You will be entertained. There's no way even if you're not a basketball fan, you can't watch these games and not enjoy yourself. They're phenomenal. Like I said, stay away from the Wizards and maybe a few Kings games. Memphis has been choking since they've been in the bubble. But everybody else is hooping. And even the games Memphis has lost, they've been close. So guys are hooping. These games are phenomenal. The NHL is still going on. MLB obviously is underway. Marlins are finally back to playing. Cardinals still can't figure it out. They've been shut down to me positive tests. Guys are at the casino. Are you kidding me? Guys are at the casino during this time and came back and had positive tests. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Surprises so far early on, I will say, MLB-wise, the Rockies. I mean, the Rockies 11-4, leading the NL West. I mean, they're half game up in the Dodgers, but the Rockies look really good. A lot of us were talking about the Reds coming into this thing. They're 7-9, four and a half behind the Cubs. The White Sox, 500, 8-8. Shaky. Everything else is kind of where we expected to be. Athletics are leading the West, 12-4. Yankees are leading the East, 10-6. Twins are leading the Central, 10-6. Houston Astros, 6-9, five and a half back. This uh, revenge tour, it ain't looking so good. This, 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 we'll prove it to everybody. We can still do it. We're going to, we'll be in the World Series. Shaky start. Real shaky start. Braves are 11-6, and six, leading the NL East. Everybody else kind of falling into place. Cubs, can't leave out the Cubs. Cubs at 10-3, and three, leading the Central by four games. So I think those... Those teams have really been standing out. Definitely the Rockies leading the way. 11-4. and four. Finally getting some pitching. So things look good for Colorado. We'll see if they can keep it up. But that is our show. Thank you again for tuning in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Give this show five stars. Season three. Episode four. Snooze Lose Podcast. Download the Black Bookie app. Follow us on Twitter at the Black Bookie. Instagram at the Black Bookie. Give us a like on the facebook on uncle joe visit theblackbookie.com as well shop some merchandise we got the snapbacks in right now so visit the website as well 
And as always, in the words of the icon Billy Walters, I've had some losing weeks, I've had some losing months, I've never had a losing year. Snooze Your Loose Podcast. Until next time.